Hello from the Pacific Northwest. This is Kristen from kristenwombach.com, and you're listening to Intentional Now Podcast. More people than ever are asking the question, how do we find ourselves on the resurrected side of Jesus? In this show, I discuss what's really on the other side of the torn veil, ascending into heaven, and how does our sonship fix the heart of creation? If you're like me, Jesus has redefined what you used to say yes to. Join me and my guests in a workshop discussion that proclaims, We are not nailed to the cross or dead in the grave, but fully alive and resurrected in Him. Let's do this. Welcome. Hello, hello, hello. It is Friday afternoon. How is everybody doing? It's nice to have this episode at the end of the week on Thursdays, Fridays. It's just so encouraging. We have so much to share with each other. I am so glad that you are here today. We're talking and listening and just uplifting the name of Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. You know, the temperatures here, I talk about the weather often here in Oregon, they've dropped so quickly. Burr! I had to turn the heat on in my house this week. <laughs> After months of no um, extra heating bills. Oh, there they are. <laughs> so actually, I am sitting here with my hot water bottle on my lap. I call this hot water bottle cuppy. And you're going, huh? Yep, cuppy. <laughs> okay, you want the story. I know it's going to make you smile, right? Stories encourage us, right? Okay, so do you remember the movie A Parent Trap? The original one, 1968, and then the remake in 1998. So I'm talking about the remake. Remember the scene where Haley Parker and Annie James. They're the twin sisters who were sent to summer camp by their soon-to-be-reunited parents, and they discovered they were twins. In the, the particular portion, the particular scene of the remake, when Hallie Parker had traded places with her twin, Annie, and she flew all the way to England to meet her mom. Do you remember Martin, the friend butler, who popped into this cozy moment between mom and daughter in the morning, and he kind of hung this out and he goes, what's this? And he was showing a well-worn stuffed animal. Well, that's Cuppy, that well-loved and discolored stuffed white rabbit. Okay, you're smiling now. Next part of the story. Well, my first visit to England in 2017, my friend who lives in Bath, she keeps her home on the cool side. Every night she tucked under the covers was a hot water bottle. It always felt so good. Well, maybe it's a British thing. So filling the hot water bottles was a nightly ritual we've done. Every time I go to visit her, that is what we do. So The stuffed duck, that's what he was, a stuffed duck, that was my hot water bottle. 
So when I arrived home, I started my shopping to find, to looking to find a hot water bottle, which was a stuffed animal, just like, you know, kind of like my friend had. I was addicted and that's what I wanted. Ah, I looked and looked and looked and no luck. They were all too um, rainbowy. No, little kitty. They're just, nope, nope, that wasn't it. So I kept looking. Well, the following Christmas, tucked under my Christmas tree all the way from Bath, England, to my surprise, my friend found and sent a fuzzy white Scotty dog hot water bottle. Officially, cuppy. Yep, we are best friends and he's well-loved and a little off-white now. And he sits on my lap right now, keeping me warm, keeping my hands warm. You know, when you sit at the computer during the day, your your fingers, and they can get cold. Oh, well, you just wanted to hear more stories, right? And I made you smile. <laughs> and hey, if you have never used a hot water bottle, it is just a brilliant idea. <laughs> so today's takeaways, I have an updated testimony about Dash and Our three tips, number one, ask Jesus to show you the little things. And remember last week's episode, number 81, it definitely highlighted this point. Number two, gratitude, the authentic kind you can touch. And number three, let's remember one and two. Remember, this is a pure joy series, number three. Okay, how to keep yourself wait a minute, or stay encouraged. Um, I wasn't sure how to title this. Well, to say to stay or remain encouraged, that's an invitation. But to keep yourself encouraged, ah, that tends to lean more personally on responsibility. Hmm. What do you think about that? Which would you choose? One, the other, both? I know. Let me say that again. So if we say how or how to stay or remain encouraged or how to keep yourself encouraged. I know they both have a different bent to them, right? Okay, moving on. So I wanted to share an updated testimony about my dog Dash. I've talked about her ever since. Let me see. Um, I don't remember the episode number. Mike Parsons was visiting, a visiting guest, and that's when we talked. I asked him about how to persuade creation with the sole purpose of uh, bringing healing to my dog, who has been suffering hmm, a little over a year with a um, recurrable staph infection. So what goes on with that is is her immune system doesn't keep the natural flora of staph on her body, doesn't keep it in check. So if she scratches and she upsets the apple cart, then it just creates um, this cycle because she's allergic actually to the staff itself. So it has been a challenging time. Yes, 
a very challenging time, very, oh my gosh, <laughs> for an animal who can't stop itching. Yes, that can drive you nuts. And I can only imagine what she has gone through herself. But my updated testimony is, is that her skin looks absolutely uh, wonderful. It's There's two patches, the original wound, which was on her thigh, and then on her stomach, where there was no hair at all. Yay, there is hair actually growing. Woo-hoo, yay. Um, this is wonderful. And her itching has quieted. When I say quieted, it's not all the way gone. So we still have a little bit more loving and healing work to do, but yay, I was so excited to share this with you. Um, and it's a big yay. I'm getting my little puppy dog back. It's been such a long, long journey. Yay. And from a practical point of view, you might be asking me, well, my dog has a problem with itching or scratching. So practically what we have done in the past couple months is I asked the Lord, what is a natural antihistamine that would help her um, with the scratching? And he said vinegar. So I have been using vinegar with a cotton ball on the um external portions of her skin when the staff, which looks like little tiny rash or pimples, I put vinegar on it and it was amazing. And then to restore her skin, I started putting olive oil on her skin because her skin, think about a wound or sore that gets rubbed again and again and again and again and never has the opportunity to heal. So that skin was just like leather, no hair and leather, right? So I started putting olive oil on it and that skin is as supple as ever. It's wonderful. I'm so excited. So if you know somebody that has a, has a puppy dog that is suffering, just give them that hint, right? <laughs> because we are here as sons and daughters of the Most High God to bring restoration to creation, right? Okay, I am moving on. I just wanted to share that update testimony with you. I am so happy. Yay. So our first tip is ask Jesus to show you the little things. And when I say ask Jesus, it means his, what he says and what I say are so many times they're such, so different. Have you noticed that they're, what he thinks is absolutely marvelous and wonderful. I go, really? <laughs> so that's why I say, ask him to show you the little things. He has a way of encouraging you. And, you know, it's just like my story. I already told you one about my goofy cuppy story, right? Stories are important. Remembering the journey you've walked. You know, this week I finished my certification as an Evernote expert course. Yes, and the test. Yeah, they had tests after each one and I passed. Yippee, this doesn't surprise you. So that's one of the little things, you know, journaling all the notes, 
for every episode are tidily kept in my Evernote file. Yep, they're all there. My journals since, um, what, 2009 are all tucked away. And those are just so valuable to me. So the I want you to also look, this is another one of those little things. Look at the pictures I use for today's episode logo. Now, if you've heard a few of my episodes, at least since the back of the door of trust and stuff, if you've been listening, can you guess where those photos are from? Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. It's one of my pink places in the spirit. And those photos is what told me that it was quite real. It was a real place on the earth, right? Peggy Portions Cake Bakery, and that's the Chelsea store. Mm-hmm. That is the place that I sit with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> those are just a few examples that I can share with you about the little things. And, you know, I call that living ink. It's living encouragement. And the little things, they partner exactly with our very next tip. Number two, gratitude. Remember, over the past two weeks, I was sharing and I had little tidbits from John 2, the wedding of Cana. Well, we, together, we asked some really good questions about the water turning into wine. And last week, Jesus shared with us that he did touch the water. And we, I went, when did you touch the water? And he said, during his baptism. At that point in time, creation was poured through his sinlessness. I call that gratitude in action. And when I say in action, yeah action. It's not just a repetitive thing. It's in action. It touches, it tastes, it feels this way. Gratitude is a daily baptism of life being washed by his sinlessness. Yeah, it flows through you. It flows over your circumstances. It flows around and in and through over relationships, confirming sinlessness. No matter what decision the flesh might be making, knowingly or unknowingly, and yes, that's a huge statement in the light of humanity. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. Nothing. Romans 8, 38. This is my conviction. No threat, whether it be death or life, be it celestial messengers, demon powers, or political principalities. Nothing known to us at this time or even in the unknown future. No dimension of any calculation in time or space, nor any device yet to be invented has what it takes to separate us from the love of God, unveiled in our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God that you and I have the awareness of his baptism in our lives. 
Praise God that you and I are daily growing in our awareness of our redeemed oneness. Ephesians 2, 5, and 6. Yes, we're growing in that awareness. That's where our gratitude becomes touchable, feelable. It's got to be something that moves me. Therefore, that movement creates a sound and the frequency that changes everything around me. So number three, my third tip, remember one and two. I know, it's kind of like, that is not rocket science, right? Well, one and two equals this. My brothers, the most practical expression of worship is to make your bodies available to him as a living sacrifice. This pleases him more than any religious routine. He desires to find visible, individual expression in your person. You are giving him his desires visibly and with individual expression. That, that's that, that, that tangible, touchable, tasteable feel that was talking about gratitude. We're giving that to him in a most practical expression of our worship. That's Romans 12. Let me read it again. My brothers, the most practical expression of worship is to make your bodies available to him as a living sacrifice. This pleases him more than any religious routine. He desires to find visible and individual expression in your person, in you. So when you and I practice asking Jesus to show us the little things, the little things that you and I do, the little things that are in secret that he reveals to you publicly, the little things And when you and I practice the touchable and tasteable, feelable spirit of gratitude, you and I are giving him his desires. And that's what we call worship. And that's the living sacrifice. We have heard of this. We've heard it said like this. You'll be familiar with it. In Romans 12, it says, therefore, yep, therefore, what's it there for? <laughs> I urge you, brother and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. <laughs> there we are, one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. God is good. And that is what I call pure joy. That is what I call the way to help us, to encourage us, to keep us, or to stay encouraged. I think there's both sides of that perspective, right? How do we keep encouraged or how do we stay and remain encouraged one two and three right 
<laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me this week. <laughs> if this episode has blessed you, please share it with someone who you know would also be encouraged. Thank you for listening from all parts of the world. I get so blessed when I look at my stats and I see the cities and I go, oh, there you are and there you are. Hello. I get so blessed. Thank you so much. Yep. And I have links to this episode. You can come find me on social media. And when you get there, make sure you put hashtag intentional now podcast. That way I know you're a listener. You have a wonderful rest of your Friday. You have a wonderful weekend. And I will talk to you again next week. Bye now. <laughs>